1: and drums, you know it's time for the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, powered by Evergy. Join us as we explore the world of business, leadership, and entrepreneurship in Wichita. Learn from local business leaders and owners on how they have built and grown their companies and the challenges and opportunities they met along the way. Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens-Ajibbalande.
2: Welcome to another exciting edition of the WCBA, powered, of course, by Evergy. First, thank you for listening. Don't forget to like us, love us, share us. We truly appreciate it. Today, we are excited to have... Paint the town in the house. Eat. That's
3: right. We have Miss Jessie Sterling up in the house. Hi, Jessie. <laughs> Hi. How's it going? Good. Thanks Tell, for having me. Uh, you know, I couldn't think of a better
0: person to, to talk to today. <laughs> oh,
3: <thanks>. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a little bit about who you are, the ti- your title, and the name of your business.
0: Yeah. So um, my name is Jessie Sterling. Um, I own a paint and sip company called Paint the Town. Um, I was born and raised in Wichita. Hmm. Um, We moved out of town uh, for a brief period, but mostly we've been here. We raised our kids here, and um, I've been doing... This is my 11th year now um, with Paint the Town. Has it been 11 years? It's been a long time. I know, and it's funny because some people are, you know, they're like, I've never heard of you, and I'm like, well, it's probably because you were, you know, 15 when we started. so." So it's kind of... Nice. Yep, we've been here, been around, just kind of a small little spot, you know, and so... Yeah,
3: I can't believe it's been that long. I know. Um, that, oh, gosh, I'm getting old. Now, so one of the things that I, you went to K-State, right? I did, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. See, And that's mm. that's how you know. Real uh, entrepreneurs and business-minded <laughs> people go to the best university <laughs> in the world, Kansas State University. <laughs> as you, did
0: can
2: you tell, get you plug in well. already? Yeah. I hope in <laughs> you. Check. Yeah. Good,
0: so um, how many employees do you have? Okay, well, so pre-COVID, we had, it would vary between 11 and 13. So I've kind of been on a journey of expanding and condensing and whatnot. So for one point, we had... a, a place in Hayes mm. my sister ran that one and so then when she moved on we just kind of closed that one down and so now in town we only have two locations now but we did have three at one point so we've kind of gone you know around 13 15 um, and that was just to keep you know both of our locations going and then you know since COVID, we've kind of just been slowly coming back. And so now we're right around five-ish. But um, I want them to come back. Uh It's just everyone's kind of slow getting back, you know, into the regular. It's like people were off for a while and then they're just kind of figured out how to go on without the extra little things you know right, they're like right. because everyone that works for me it's like their second job or it's just something they do as a passion mm-hmm. it's not necessarily they come they're here every day from 9 to 5 it's not their full time job it's something we all enjoy doing so for them it's just taken a while they've kind of gotten used to you know being at home with their kids mm-hmm. or you know doing other things so slowly mm-hmm. we're coming back and i hope we're going to get back up there and everybody'll start coming back out again. Oh, you will. You'll get back <laughs> up there.
3: So let's rewind a little bit and talk about um, the business. What What is it? What do you guys do? I, it's a paint and sip, but what does that mean for our
0: listeners who've not been to your shop? Yeah. Um, so we call it a paint and sip just because I think people understand that. But we do a lot of kids parties and things like that. I guess the traditional classes, um, for adults, you would come in, you bring your wine and we guide you through painting. So it's kind of more of an experience, a party kind of atmosphere where we're showing you how to paint, how to have a good time kind of just to introduce people into, you know, art and being creative and outlet a date night maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also do a lot of kids, um, birthdays. We do field trips for like latch keys and we go to school. Nice. We go out to other places, like Tanganyika will have us out to their place regularly. And we just kind of, you know, host little events at places just to kind of add something to do for people to get together. So it's more of an event,
3: you know? I love that. So we've used you and I've been there before and we did it. Um, well, now we're Evergy, but it was the women of West Stars mm-hmm. when we started doing mm-hmm. it and having parties with you guys. And it is a fun time. I can tell you that. And if you need an um, extra instructor...
2: I know, knew it painting, was coming. There's <laughs> got to be a hook. I know. was just, just waiting. waiting. I was patient. really good.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just saying I have skills.
0: So. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's funny and I'm such, and maybe it's just a weird habit that I have. I'll go around places and when I'm hiring people, I've gotten to where it's not necessarily like, I, are you a perfect artist? No. Do you have a fun personality? Are you a fun person to See? be with? Can you host people? I've driven through Sonic before and people that have just, you know, those personalities mm-hmm. they are just bubbly and great. I, several years ago, I drove through Sonic. This guy at the, uh, he was checking us out through the window and I was like, do you know how to paint? And he was just like, what? And I said, <laughs> you should work for me. And I gave him my business card oh, and this wow. guy thought I was crazy, but- I'll approach anybody. Exactly. I'll try to pull these people in. I just want to find those fun people that mm-hmm. want to come and entertain people. And, you know, it's a lot about the personality. So, yeah. See, Don.
2: That would be so. Ebony. I'm, I, I can't argue on that one. She is, she is fun. Yeah. Actually off the chain, but she's she's fun. <laughs> Excellent. So, um, tell us your story, your entrepreneurial story. How did this Paint the Town start? I knew it, what, 12 years ago?
0: I uh, Yeah, about. Okay. Yeah. So uh, what I,
2: was the inspiration?
0: I actually did not go to school for business. I went to school to be a teacher. Um, I taught second grade for several years here in Wichita. And uh, when I started having kids, I went on maternity leave. Um, and we moved down to San Antonio for a, for a few years. And while we were down there, It seems like, you know, those coastal areas get all the cool stuff first. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, I saw this little place down there and it wasn't really booming then, the whole paint and sip industry. Um, And I was like, this is so cool. And we don't have this at home. I got to bring this back. So when I moved back home, instead of going back to teaching, it was perfect for me because it was kind of a part time job. And I don't know why I thought I could start a business. In my mind, I was just like, what's the big deal? Let's rent a place. Let's throw some stuff in there and let's get this to going. And I did. And, you know, it just kind of slowly snowballed into, like, getting bigger and bigger and then more locations. And, you know, I'm just still doing it, which I love it. I love being around people. It's I just love hosting people and being around people, entertaining people. Uh, So I've just never really left because I always thought, oh, I'll just do this while my kids are young. Mm -hmm. You know, I can go to their baseball games and that kind of thing. And then, you know, once, once they get a little older, I'll go back to teaching. And I mean, I really still am teaching and, you know, I built this like group of people around me that I like to work with and it's just fun, you know? And so here I am still doing it.
2: I'm sure you've had several uh, competitors come into market. How did you Did you get scared or did you course correct or did you just do your thing?
0: Yeah, I mean, of course, I got scared. I think everybody kind of is just like, what's going on? Got to keep my eyes on, you know, the competition. I I guess I just don't worry about it too much because some people kind of come and gone. You know, there's people that'll try to rip you off. There's the Internet nowadays, like Mm -hmm. everybody's. I guess I've always just been not really concerned with it because I always feel like, if they're coming after me for ideas or they're trying to copy me or do the same thing I'm doing, like I'm in a better place. I can always come up with new ideas, you know? So I I just not see, you know, you got to keep your eyes on it, see what they're doing. I remember when I first started, I was so nervous about, I didn't know anything about business. So I'm just in my mind trying to do what makes sense. How do I know how to be the best, what people like, what people don't like? I went on Google to all these competitors places and just read, What do people complain about the most? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be the best at that. And so that's how I kind of tried to start doing things. What I knew was the right way. I had no formal business training, but I'm like, I do know what people do online. They complain. And so (laughs) they're giving me all this free information just in, you know, those Yelp and Google reviews. Mm -hmm. They're telling me what they don't like. Well, I'm going to be the best at that. So just kind of my informal thoughts of, how to do what I know best. You That's know? a
2: beautiful thing. Yep. That's true entrepreneurship. I mean, customers will tell you what they want and don't Exactly. Want. Pretty simple concept. Right. Um, I hope I didn't miss this earlier. Did you say how many locations you have?
0: Uh, right now we have two. We have an east and a west side. East and a west mm-hmm. side. Okay. Yep.
2: Excellent. Don't judge me on this question, <laughs> but are most of your customers women?
0: Uh, predominantly, I would say yes. I would okay. say Woo. kind of our... Tra- that's okay, yeah. Our target customer is probably women, you know, college age to, well, I don't know, ladies that are retired and want to ha- come in and have a bottle of wine, you know. That but me. we do so many kids' birthday parties. Who's booking those birthday parties? It's the moms, right. you know. So we do a lot of kids. We do a lot of field trips. Who are most of the teachers? I'm sorry, they're women. So mm-hmm. it's yeah. just, yeah, I mean, those women um, are... Our, I guess target market, a lot of our customers, they're coming in celebrating bachelorettes and you know, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So but we get a lot of men. We do a lot of date nights and, mm-hmm. and the men are just a riot, you know. They're funny. They really uh yeah. <laughs> add some fun I to I was the- forced
2: to go to one of those one day. <laughs> Where did you go to one in Topeka? Oh, nope. Oh yeah. Okay.
0: And you loved it? You had the time of your life?
2: I I drew a, a beer mug. <laughs> 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 that's one, oh my, that's gosh. my inspiration. <laughs> so on that, I take it you serve alcoholic beverages and non-alcoholic. Um, so we don't
0: serve any food. We, d- we don't have any kind of food that we sell. It's all BYOB. So you can bring oh, in. You bring in your Yeah, own. you can bring in whatever you want. Uh, You can uh, bring food, drinks. Sometimes we have people cater, uh, especially for like birthday parties. They bring in their own cakes. And we'll have like buffets sometime. And sometimes, you know, here's your cupcakes and, you know, mm-hmm. your 12-pack.
2: So, oh, wow. Yeah. So you have folks drinking Root beer or beer or yep. wine or yep. crown or ooh, I slipped at any yeah, of that, yeah. right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's only a few hours, so it's not like yeah. a crazy bar atmosphere. Oh, of course not, but but. Um, yeah, it's it's just let's relax a little bit and have a good time. Excellent. Yep.
2: Excellent. Tell us what problem your business solves.
0: Um, so I would say our business is here for the community to help you celebrate, um, entertain, Mm -hmm. um, be an outlet for people, whether it's adults or kids to have a place to go to just be with people, um, reconnect, um, just really celebrate anything. We have, we've had, you know, people that come in and they'll, uh, propose to someone there and it's just a place where everybody can gather and, and, you know, share these events and memories with, with people, Mm -hmm. um you know, I will say one story is maybe a little sad, but uh, we do things with Victory in the Valley. It's a cancer group here in town. And um, we've always done their women's event over the year. And it's a place where women who have had cancer can get together and go to a retreat. Uh, Well, I had heard a story later on about a woman. She had painted with us and she had painted this butterfly. And who knows if it was like an excellent painting or not. But I found out later on, uh, she wanted that butterfly painting put up at her funeral because Mm -hmm. it was a symbol for her of, you know, passing on and going and just really celebrating. And I was like, gosh, you know, I, I had no idea. I don't even know if I talked to that woman when we were doing her class, but it meant a lot to her. Mm -hmm. And it was just something that represented something, you know, for her, a way to, you know, go on. And then, you know, her kids kept the painting and it means a lot to them. So sometimes it's like, we're just having a good time, but sometimes it's something more special, you know, So,
2: wow. I don't know.
0: I mean, it's just some of those little stories and it's like, you know, you, you hear something like that and you're like, wow, that was an impact, you know? So.
2: Excellent. Excellent. Let me get one more question. Annie. uh, how do you define success as an entrepreneur? You've been at 12 years, so I know you, you know, the secret sauce, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it'd probably be different for everyone. For me, uh, I never wanted to be bigger than this town. I've had a lot of people contact me like, will you franchise earlier on, you know? I want to do this in my city. And I'm like, no, I'm from Wichita and I want to support my community. So for me, it's being connected with the community and, um, I don't have any problems, you know, making my rent or any of that kind of thing anymore. You know, I, I've been here for so long. So for me, success has changed. But in the beginning, it was, can I pay my rent? Can I pay yeah. my people? Wow. Yeah. You know, and now it's like, I pay myself, I pay my people. And none of that's an issue. It's more, how can I help the community? You know, am I able to donate all of these canvases to the high schools to help the art kids, you know, in classes. Yeah. So for me, success is being able to help others and just being a place that people can come as a resource. Um, Maybe giving, you know, artists a place to actually make money as an artist, you know, while supporting, you know, their side hustle of actually doing their own art. So for me, it's more about how can I support people in my community? I don't know. I just always have been like, how can I help other people? So success to me is being able to do that and not having to worry about, you know, other stuff that you know you do when you start up. So. Excellent.
3: But as a as a woman business owner and an entrepreneur, you know, you talked about early on how you how was I going to make rent? Uh, will I be able to pay myself this month? What are some of the challenges you face as a as a business owner?
0: I think maybe every I'm I'm such a small business owner mm-hmm. I don't have hundreds of people. I'm just so small. So sometimes it's, you know, do I close? Do I stay open? Am I needed anymore? And I think it's just a lot of internal, like, reflecting. Am I doing the right thing? I honestly thought what I did would be a fad and I'd be closed in five years. You know, some of those businesses, Mm. you think it's a fad? I always thought I'd be a fad. But I guess in my mind, I'm always just trying to stay relevant, maybe Mm -hmm. stay connected to the people. How do I keep my name out there? Making sure I'm doing the right events, going to the right things and just, you know, being kind of ahead of what knowing what I'm doing. I'm such an unorganized person. (laughs) I'm there to have fun and be with the people. So I think the important part is finding someone that can do things better than you, Mm -hmm. you know, finding your weakness and then finding someone to help you, whether it's another peer. I have a lot of small business friends that have other businesses. There's not a lot of people in town that do what I do. So I think it's important to know other people that are just as small as I am. And they kind of share the same thoughts just so we can like pick each other up and be like, girl, you can do it. Keep going. You can do you it. Got this. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you were thinking about closing last week too. Me too. But yeah. you know, here we go. And wow. it's just, you know, it's funny. It's just, you got to find the right people to have that support system. Uh, you know, My cousin, she's my manager. She does everything I hate to do. I hate dealing with money. I hate dealing with payroll. I hate, and she is so good at that. Mm-hmm. Without her, I don't, I, you know, I I might have closed because that's not my strong suit. Mm-hmm. But for her it's easy and she's so good at it. So I'm just thankful that I have people that I can call on or text or be like, uh, this happened, what should I do? You know, people that have kind of been in similar situations. So I think just having that support group of people, even if it's just to call upon them like once in a blue moon, you know. So yeah, that's important. Yeah. And yeah,
3: yeah. Thanks for sharing that. That was that was honest and <laughs> I, I, I love that going through all that and, you know, you have your cousin to rely upon to, to do all the things that are, uh, that you are not, you know, you don't specialize in anyway.
0: (laughs) Um, what scares you the most? Um, I think just the unknown. I I think, I I don't know if anything that I I think, you know, the business kind of as a whole is settled. It's kind of like, it kind of could run itself, you know, for a little while on its own. It's just things like over the years, we run into bumps in the road, uh, Like, for instance, back in 2014, uh, we were kind of in the gray area with the BYOB situation, and uh, the city decided we needed a liquor license. And I'm like, well, we don't sell it, so we don't need it. And it just became this huge issue of they're like, well, you're operating as an unlawful saloon. And Mm. we ended up having to go to the state and get a bill passed
1: just
0: to— Allow BYOB. It just be. It's those weird gray area things, you know. And then a couple years ago, we'd always had our con- our uh, employees as contractors, contract work. Well, someone filed for unemployment at one point, and then you know it flagged. Like the state was like, "Well, you should be employees, not you know 1099s." And I was like, "You helped us set it up in the first place." Uh-uh. Well, they changed their mind. So oh <laughs> I mean, it's just a, it's those things. It's like you're. I'm not. I I guess I have maybe for me. I have a little bit of – I worry because I don't have that background in business. I don't have a business degree, and I'm not saying you have to have that degree. I just – I don't have that formal training in business. So the things I don't know, um, maybe I feel like that's a weakness of mine. Um, I wish I had more formal training in knowing, like, what the right answers are. But I guess that's kind of what every business person is like, what you don't know. So I, I feel like I just want to do the right things and those things that pop up. You know, that you're just not expecting, and uh, I guess that goes back to knowing the right people that can help you, you know, in all those fields or whatever, finding those right Mm -hmm. people to help Mm -hmm. you. It's just so, I guess for me, the scariest part is things that pop up that I don't know how to fix immediately, and am I doing the right thing? I don't want to do it wrong, and maybe I just don't know, so no that's that's
3: yeah. awesome to to hear you say that and um i'm glad that you got the piece of legislation passed yeah that's pretty cool that. yeah and so just a question before we go to our break is what are some of the resources and tools you know you said you reached out to other people but what are some of the resources and tools as a small business owner that um you can recommend to other small business owners um, bes- like the chamber
0: yeah, no, um I would say for me I I guess specifically uh, my paint and sip I found a group of women online and they're all around the country and so I've I've met up with some groups online we have our Facebook groups and our little texting groups and it's just finding those right people and I know it's probably it took time to kind of find these people but it's nice to have someone exactly in your situation that you can find mm-hmm. um you know to sp- help you with your specific business but you know in terms of being local, yeah, you've got the chamber um, and I've got Visit Wichita helps us out Mm -hmm. quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And I've got other local businesses that support me, you know, like we were down in Clifton Square for um, several years and there was the Douglas Design District. They were super supportive. Just finding those local big businesses that you can partner up with, I think, um, even if you don't even end up doing events with them. They know other people locally uh, that will help support you and and help get you into other things. You know, we've just have exploration place, and I've said Tinganika and just mm-hmm. those places. It's you know, it's just nice to have those connections to help get you to places and, and find these little places around town, like the chamber, that can help support you and get you these little workshops and stuff like that. Um, for people like me who don't know how to do <laughs> some of those more <laughs> business savvy type you know things.
3: Well, we appreciate you uh, going on the limb and starting a business and being <laughs> successful because uh, even though you didn't have a degree and don't have a degree in business, a lot of business owners do not. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. So, but you have the courage and uh, we we appreciate that. So thank you for uh, making Wichita a more fun place. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so like, friends, we are on our way to uh, our intermission. We have to have a word from our sponsors. We'll be back.
1: Severe weather. Whether it's hail, wind, rain, or snow, storms can cause damages, inconveniences, and sometimes even power outages. At Evergy, we're committed to providing safe, reliable energy. And in the event of an outage, our linemen work tirelessly to restore your power as quickly and as safely as possible. And with tools like our outage map and real-time updates, we're with you every step of the way. Visit evergy.com staysafe stay safe to learn more. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce, success for our members, leadership for our community, and prosperity for our region. We need your input to continue to improve the business environment in Kansas and to ensure the success of our members. See wichitachamber.org for more information. To provide us input about this podcast series, send an email to communications at wichitachamber.org with your questions, comments, and suggestions for the business leaders we should feature and important topics we should address. Welcome back, everyone. We are here having
3: a wonderful discussion with Jesse Sterling of Paint the Town. We're so excited to have her here telling her story. Jesse, can you kind of tell us what makes Wichita unique? I know that you got this idea when you were down in, in Texas and you said, you know what? We don't have anything like that in Wichita. I want to bring that here. But what makes doing business in
0: Wichita unique? Um, I'd have to honestly just say the people. Um I think sometimes you have to leave town to kind of get perspective on your town. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sister lives up in DC, and we went up there last week. And, you know, we got up there, and I was, I love DC. I love walking around and seeing all the stuff or whatever. But I said, you know what? Kansas's motto should just be we're nice. I love the people here and I appreciate everyone so much. I love walking down the street and and joggers will wave at you. I love Mm -hmm. going into quick trip and you walk by someone. They're like, hey, are you, you know, hello. And just people will make eye contact and be friendly. Uh, I I think it's the people from, you know, going into businesses where they acknowledge you and say hello when you walk in the door, anyone's willing to go out of their way and offer you help, you know, it's just such a friendly place to live maybe it's because it's, i'm such an extrovert i feel like everyone else is too yeah. <laughs> so for me i just feel so welcome and invited when i'm here and it's the same way with all the businesses i know the like breweries downtown they all work together mm-hmm. you know could you imagine that if everyone were the same way and you're working with your you know competitors it's just like so inviting and welcoming and and just helpful Um, And it's the same way with a lot of businesses, just because we're maybe not all in the same field of business. Everyone's just so supportive. There's so many collaborations and everyone's willing to do anything for you. So I think the uniqueness is in the fact that everyone's just so friendly and and nice and willing to get together and do things and I don't know. I don't know how to explain it better I think than that. Did. It's just saying that everyone's just friendly. And and that is unique for us. I think when you're here, you get used to it and you don't realize it. Mm-hmm. So you just assume, I just assume, oh, everyone's friendly like this. Why wouldn't they be? Yeah. Right? So um, I think that's our uniqueness. Yeah.
3: I love that answer. Yeah. And so, you know, you've been, you know, dependent and boasting about Wichita and how we're so great and the people are great. Talk to us a little about um how the people helped you or if we helped you during COVID, how did you have to pivot and how did you stay alive?
0: Right. Yeah. So I could not say thank you. I could shout it from a mountaintop and, and still feel like I need to tell everyone. Thank you. So, uh, during COVID it was a weird situation. Everything kind of started down. It was right around that spring break time. Um, I guess it would have been last year. Oh, it seems like forever ago. I Um, And we were going into our spring break, which is really busy for us. We we get all these canvases prepared. We have them all drawn out for everybody ready to come in. And we just get people, come, we sell out classes all every spring break. And when COVID happened, people started calling and they're like, yeah, I just don't know that we should come in. I don't know. And I'm like, what are we going to do? Like spring break is like my Christmas time, you know? <laughs> I was like, I do not want to lose them. And so one gal, I finally just said, I was like, hey, if I made this like in a to-go thing, would you not want a refund? And she was like, yeah, I can come pick it up. Well, that lady called back and said, my sister and my neighbor wants one too. Could I buy an extra one? Oh, wow. And I said, well, sure. (laughs) And then it turned into... Everybody's neighbor and everybody's sister Mm -hmm. wanted one. So we kind of lucked into it in a way. We had to like pivot so quickly. I actually had like gone out of town for like a couple days in the middle of the week and we had like no cell service. And and in my mind, I thought, what if we just started doing these painting kits to go, Mm -hmm. like we made for spring break. And I'm like trying to like go, we were out in uh, Eastern Kansas and I'm like out on my cell phone trying to order, like (laughs) make big orders. And I'm just like, oh boy. So that next week we came back and we just started putting out online. Okay. We have all this stuff to go. It's curbside pickup. You pull up, dial in, we'll carry it out to you, you know, the whole thing. And it just was booming. And and everyone just was like, thank you. Thank you for giving us something to do during COVID. I'm at home with my children. I'm at home with my mom. I'm. Mm-hmm. A- we need something to do, you know. And so that went on for, I, we're still doing it. It's not as crazy as it was because we were just like, I couldn't order enough canvas. You know, everything was coming in and the shipments were backed up and I couldn't get enough stuff in to sell it fast enough. And it was just crazy. That is a good problem to have. It is a fantastic problem to have. So luckily, you know, we could keep working, you know, and we were able to do this without having anyone because my entire business was having people come into my studio, Mm -hmm. be with people, you know, around each other. And that just wasn't an option. So I don't know what happened. It was just an idea. It clicked and it went. So that turned into, you know, businesses calling and saying, well, we're only meeting over Zoom. I want these things for my employees. And they would get them and they'd have a little Zoom paint party with themselves. And then it was just, you know, groups of people. We had some like nursing homes. They were stuck in in there, you know, so they'd come pick those up for them. And so it was just fantastic. It would, you know, I had never really thought of selling like retail kind of pre-packaged anything. It's kind of you get in that lane of being comfortable right. with what you've got going on. Right. And this was something totally different. I mean, it's the same, but different. So once we started doing that, I was like, well, we can do this too. So now we're still doing that. So it's just another piece of business that just, you know, kind of popped up. And unfortunately, you know, we had to go through COVID, but for me, it was kind of just, another pivot in what mm-hmm. we do. So That's pivot. Awesome. it's been really cool.
2: Excellent. So it's apparent, it's apparent that you're rocking and rolling over there at Painted Town. <laughs> yeah. What's next? What's next on the frontier for you?
0: Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'd i say I have all, I I'm one of those people, I'll see stuff and I'm just like, well, we should start a business doing that. We should do that. We should do that. I I just don't, for some reason, have no fear in that way. Like, why wouldn't it work out? So sometimes things just have to pop up for me and I'll see what's going on. Uh, We're trying to work on some kind of uh, online Things I know a lot of people now, you know, they'll start an online business and then go retail. Well, we kind of do retail and now I'm trying to go online Mm -hmm. a little bit and Mm -hmm. reach out to those women that I'm, you know, connected with online, you know, uh, do things with them to help out in their studios and those kinds of things. So like some of our online groups, you know, we, they need support too because they don't have anyone. So... We're trying to kind of do go that avenue more online and reaching out to people that aren't just in our community. But I just don't want to take away from what I have going on here. I exactly. just am so community based. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I love doing things to help at my kids, school, at our business and in the community. I don't want to take away from that to go somewhere else.
2: Excellent. Is there a business or local or national? I know you want to stay local uh, that you would like to partner with.
0: Ooh, I don't know. Uh, sure. Michael's pick me up.
2: <laughs> Very nice.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be <I>, huge.
2: <laughs> that would be cool. We can
0: dream, right? <laughs> yeah.
2: That's what it's about. Um, sure. Being a small business, I mean, I know you feel that you're small, but I believe SBA says 88% of businesses are small. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're the drivers of the economy. Right. Folks, so, yeah. how would you like to see the Wichita ecosystem, business ecosystem evolve? Is there another plateau we need to go to as far as the ecosystem?
0: Um, I don't know. You know, I think it's going to be a big part of it is those kids coming up. This generation coming out of school is just, they are a breed of their own. You know, I think there's going to be a lot of technology and that kind of stuff. I'd just like to see somehow, I feel like somehow, I feel it coming, like they're going to come up and try to modernize everything we've been doing. It's like, you know, when accountants finally... Transition from writing everything on paper to putting it on the computer. Mm -hmm. I feel like we have one of those things kind of coming around. And I just hope that like what we've got now will like kind of go and build up and not like separate. You know what I'm saying? So that the community sense that we have now just continues to thrive. I love our city. I love It's like we're a big city with a small town kind of feel. Mm-hmm. And we've kind of got our hub. But then we've got these like pockets around. And I, it's a way I know we've talked about it many times, you know, chamber events and other places. Like, let's just get connected. Let's make sure we're all connected. We're all in the same place. You know, keep going in that same direction and uh, embrace these kids coming up that are who knows what they're going to do. You know, I see my kids, you know, they're doing stuff and they they act like, you know, us older people, we're just like, well, why would you do it like that? You know, we're over here texting with our finger and they got their thumbs doing all right, kinds of right, crazy right. things. So I'm just excited to see what these young kids kind of do and how they help and how they change things. And hopefully for the better. Fingers right. crossed, right?
2: Fingers, crossed. Fingers <laughs> crossed. Young Thundercats, as I call them.
0: So
3: what can uh, the audience help you do uh, for your business? How can we support you?
0: Um, You know, I when I first started, I didn't know anything about advertising. Clearly, I didn't know anything about anything, right? So I didn't know. Uh, I started going and really gaining momentum just online, you know, Facebook, Instagram, social media is what really helped me get around and everybody's seeing me. Mm -hmm. So I've always thought that, you know, if we could just support each other online on social media, Mm -hmm. whether that's liking your post, commenting on your post, sharing your post, it's free. Everyone can do that. There's no reason. I try to like people's things and just, you know, give them that free support, you know, and and it helps. It's just something easy and free that I think people could do. Just, you know, you're scrolling, just give it a click. It's easy to do. So I try to do that and it'd be awesome if everybody could give us a few extra clicks so, mm-hmm.
2: so i wish, can't we I find wish ebony would give me more likes but oh, she chooses she chooses not to let's,
3: but that's okay i'm sorry i digress. let's get back to jessica <laughs> <laughs> where uh can we find you are you on linkedin facebook tiktok um I'm snap
0: yeah, my, my primary social medias are Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, we put a lot of our events out there and just stuff we got going on. And I try to do those videos and whatnot. But yeah, uh, yeah I'm really self-conscious about my videos too. So <laughs> if you see me on a video, you know it was a struggle for me. So give me that <laughs> like.
3: <laughs> I got you. I got you. W- very last question. What's the best advice you've ever received and implemented?
0: Okay, so when I very first started, uh, Jason Ballot specs told me, and it was just in a passing comment, I think, about people who ask for donations. And he's like, well, we always try to do something for everyone, even if it's small. So I always feel, I I have a hard time telling people no, you know. And so I kind of just took, you know, there's no reason I couldn't do something for everyone. Mm-hmm. Whether it's just like, you know, balloons, chapsticks, something. People that ask for stuff. And I get a lot of people that are just they need, we need donations for these people. I can't always give everyone something, a big right. something. Because I can always give everyone something, even if it's just, you know, they need someone to come into their classroom and mm-hmm. talk to people as a business owner or something like that. So I just try to always do something for everyone, even if it's just, you know, having a conversation and whatnot and uh, just be giving in the way of what I do, you know, just, I don't know, you know, it's there's no reason, you know, just try to be nice to people. Be nice. And <laughs> yeah, give. be nice. And I love yeah, it. Give what I
2: can. Now is fun time. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, okay. <Uh-oh. laughs> now, I'm just going to do a little word association, and uh, we give you one word. You give us back one word. It's not wrong because it's your word, right? Okay. Excellent. Leader. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, Ebony Clemens and oh, <laughs> There thanks. you go
0: Woo, This is a tough game there you go. Uh I guess I would think uh, female
2: Nice yes. Entrepreneur Anyone Okay College
0: Maybe or maybe not <laughs> <laughs>
3: He wasn't expecting that that one. It's it's her answer.
0: It's not the path for everyone. It doesn't mean you have to. That's right. No
2: explanation. It's just your answer. It was just funny to me. And I was right on point, too. Uh, Vacation. Yes. (laughs) I love her answers. Hero.
0: Again, that could be anyone.
2: Excellent. The chamber. A must. Family.
0: Get them. Fun. Mm -hmm. It's what you make it.
2: Last but not least, beverage.
0: Well, I'm Coke Zero. (laughs) (laughs) Very nice. (laughs) No better way to end it up.
3: (laughs) Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We are wrapping up another uh, wonderful segment of the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator. And today we had Jesse Sterling of Paint the Town. Thank you for being here, Jesse. Thanks for having me. It was fun. (laughs) Absolutely. Friends, make certain that you like us, make certain that you share it and make certain that you leave comments and let us know how we're doing. And if you appreciate uh, the Chamber taking on this wonderful initiative of connecting people through the podcast, let us know.